Hey all, what's up world? It's Nate from Life Tips Podcast. Today I want to shout out two amazing people. Shout out to Phil from the Phil and Leroy Podcast. Man, you left me a dope voice message and I appreciate it so, so much. Thanks so much for listening in and for contributing your voice to the show. Your feedback was very much appreciated. And I also took a listen into your show too. Sounds really, really dope. Now for this one, I'm gonna let the music settle in a little bit more. One, two, three, go. All right. Natasha Bradley from the Daily Dose of Love podcast. Y'all, she has been in my corner listening to podcast episodes, leaving audio messages, texts, phone calls, the whole nine yards. This woman is absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate you listening into the show contributing, giving your feedback, and for continuing to be a huge part of the Life Tips podcast community. If any of you would like to share your voice with regards to the episodes in the show, please send us an audio message. I look forward to hearing from you. Now let's get into it. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to those who have sent audio messages shown love in regards to the podcast. Look forward to hearing from you guys again. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord, saints. Woo! Amen. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Relationship improvement with advice and tips for becoming a better you. On this show, each episode is unique to what you're going through. And it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along. And I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started.
Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you new to life tips? Well, then, welcome aboard. Do me a favor. Hit that follow button, subscribe button, however it's worded, and follow the show so that you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. You'll join the numerous amounts of people who download the show each day and add it to their everyday lives. If you're a current or faithful listener of the show who has been with us since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue leading you in the right direction, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show as per usual. All right, then, let's get started. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast, and write a review, and also leave a five-star rating, because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. She's been on CBS's CSI, Cold Case, FX Networks, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Law and Order SVU, and more. She also excelled in film as she booked supporting roles in films with Al Pacino, Mila Jovovich, Robert De Niro, Jessica Simpson, Morgan Freeman, Antonio Banderas, and Nicolas Cage. She's worked with 19 legendary A-list stars in one year. Who am I talking about? Miss Katie Chinakis. She's a Greek international actress who made her first on-screen network television appearance in 2005. She's a working professional voiceover actor in the entertainment industry who specializes in cartoon animation voices with her branded name, Cartoon Katie. Katie is the first NFT artist to release a poem on love on the blockchain. She was personally invited by Ariana Huffington to write on her publications, Thrive Global and the Huffington Post. Katie is a published author of a new poetry book titled A Lover's Fairy Tale. 
full of color, magnificent creative energy, and all things artistic, Katie takes this natural zest for life. And she loves to share topics such as health, wealth, education, coupled with the arts with her popular podcast called She's All Over the Place. Kiriaki of the Sophisticated Psychos is a poet and Greek DJ from Detroit. Kiriaki created the duo The Sophisticated Psychos. All of their music is encoded with healing frequencies and quantum physics. Y'all, I am hyped. This is going to be so crazy good. Let's get into it. Welcome Katie to Life Tips for the first time ever. We're live. We are live. We are live. All right, y'all. This is this is so fitting because it's March. It's still women's History Month. March has not ended yet. We still have a couple more days. So by the time you all hear this live, it will be Monday, March 28th. So this still counts for Women's History Month. And oh boy, do I have a spectacular guest for you today. I'm just floored meeting her face to face right now and like wow um we have a lot of content to go over it's a lot of questions but i promise you you're gonna enjoy this and it'll be worth it'll be worth your while so katie 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 welcome to the podcast Thank you, Nate, and thank you for the exciting introduction. That really warms my heart. It really means a lot. Thank you. I honor you, and it's a grand pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. This is going to be a cool conversation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, y'all, we have, like, a bunch of topics to talk about, but we're going to start slow and flow. (laughs) So I'm going to step back and let our guest share who she is, a little bit about what she does, because of course, you know, this episode is called The Saint of All Trades, featuring Katie, and um, yeah, she's got saint in her name, so just the catchy title, Um, but yes, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself so we can uh, kind of get to know you a little bit. Sure, I'll just start there. Uh, First and foremost, I'm an artist. I am an artist and uh, I'm Greek. Uh, I'm named after the Saint Kyriaki in Greek tradition. We're named after, you know, saints and goddesses and things of that nature. And on my dad's side, we're um, Greek. So that's how I grew up with so much culture and appreciation for culture and food and, you know, um, diverse backgrounds and my yaya who's my very very best friend in the world it's my dad's mother she's 92 growing strong she taught me about unconditional love and strength and like homa the the land right one time i went to greece and a few years ago i said what can i bring you back because i want to give her anything she wants 
she said the homa, like just the dirt from the, the, the her homeland, you know, and like the appreciation of our roots. So I stem from, um, you know, Greek culture. And so my name's Katie Chidakis, and I was born with two first names. So <laughs> my baptismal name is Kiriaki, uh, who's a prominent saint. She was a martyr and um, also Kiriaki means Sunday in Greek. So if you're listening to this on a Sunday, Simena ine Kiriaki. If you're not listening to this on a Sunday, so, um, yeah, that's kind of a bit about me. And um, I'm from Michigan, Detroit, the suburbs. Uh, my parents were kids having kids. They were, you know, working towards the American dream, had four kids of their own. And, um, you know, they worked 40 hours a week and they grew up in Detroit. And it was, you know, during the times of... Um, when they had to, when their parents, my grandparents had to move them out of Detroit uh, because of the riots. It used to be very safe in Detroit. And then there were the riots happening. And so when I was a kid growing up, as you know, I would just observe and hear what was going on. I would never watch the news. It was just a lot of like, you know, hearing about the riots growing up. And it was just very confusing. I didn't understand what my parents were talking about and what, you know, the people were going through because until I saw this film called Detroit with Catherine Bigelow, who's the director at the director guild on sunset Boulevard in California, when the film came out. And at this point I'm like a young adult and I was so enraged and I was like, Oh my God, I understand viscerally. Like I understand like what is going on and what my parents were talking about. But as a kid, you can't identify and then so, um, you know, I'm, but it was a big part of my upbringing, you know, um, like hearing about riots and then, and then again, being a young adult and then all the riots that happened, you know, in, in 2020, was it 2020? <laughs> I'm like so confused with my years now because of what happened. It's like you missed, it's like a leap year. Like you just missed the whole year. <laughs> now we know people who have the leap year birthdays. Now we understand how they are. It's like a whole year just passed. <laughs> yeah. So I learned a lot from that, you know, and as a young adult, it, it, it taught me not to turn a blind eye. It taught me to be curious, to ask questions, to stand up and utilize my voice because I have now traveled the world and, um, you know, we're all the same in ways and we're all unique and we can honor and respect our diversities and we can learn and grow and share with one another. So kind of brush strokes of me growing up in Detroit, listening to Motown, you know, harmonies, melodies. My mom, she, you know, was a singer. And so we were always singing, listening to 80s music. And I was always having the, you know, the culture of the food. And so that gave me a grand appreciation for culture and people and things of that nature and music. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that was, whoo, that introduction, y'all. Okay, so uh, huh. you all know this already because you've heard the, um, you've heard the intro, the real intro. Katie will, Katie will hear the real intro in, you know, just over three weeks when this episode comes out, and it's coming out on a Monday, so... Happy uh, day after Sunday for those of you all who are uh, listening. But um, clearly, you all heard me run down her run down her bio. But I'm just gonna quickly uh, 
run down a little bit more of it. And in here, thank you. We so we met on Pod, so we met on Podbooker. Her agent reached out to me. Yes, I said her agent. Y'all probably like, whoa, yes, I hit the big time now. But um, Katie, Katie, Katie. So the questions that I have to ask Katie all relate to everything that that she does professionally. So let me just quickly run this that run down this list so y'all know what I'm talking about before I start asking Katie all these questions. So Katie Chinaka, Katie Chinakas, did I get that last name right? Yes, sir. Good, good, good. Like you heard her say, Greek international actress, but her about in Podbooker says this. She, quote, made her first on-screen network television appearance in 2005, gracing the silver screens ever since Chinakas has globalized network television, landing on roles on top television series such as, get ready for this, y'all, <clears throat> CBS's CSI, New York, Cold Case, FX, FX Network's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Law & Order SVU, to name a few. Then, good lord, she also excelled in film as she booked supporting roles in films with, get get this y'all, let me run down this list of people. We got Al Pacino, Mia Jovovich, Robert Mila De Niro, Jovovich. Mila Jovovich, there we go, Robert De Niro, Jessica Simpson, Morgan Freeman, Antonio Banderas, and Nicolas Cage. Do I need to continue going down this list y'all she's a published <laughs> author uh, she's the first nft artist to release a poem on love on the blockchain she was personally invited by ariana huffington to write on her publications thrive global and the huffington post and she's got a podcast called she's all over the place so now that you all know the <laughs> basic rundown don't get confused when i start asking all these questions because y'all, because now y'all know, oh, he's talking to somebody legit. Yes, I'm talking to somebody legit. Okay, so now that we've gotten past all of the, all of the stuff, and I've run down her bio like twice now, we can get into the fun stuff. So, wow, <laughs> I'm not an actor. But I've watched a ton of movies, and I've seen actors and actresses do stuff. I've read articles about how much work actors and actresses have had to go into to get ready for roles. And let me just tell y'all, it's not easy. It's no walk in the park. You can't just show up on set and be like, all right, let's go. No. Yeah. No, yeah. you can't. So... Tell us about acting, Katie. How much fun is acting and being in, you know, being in the industry? You know, fun. The word fun for acting is when you're prepared. Because when you're prepared and you've done your research, your extensive research of the tone of the show, of the film, of the director, of the executives like of the things you want to research so like you know have you watched their work before is it the same kind of vibes right like shonda rhimes right she has bridgerton on netflix 
and she's the first showrunner to do a, sh a streaming deal. Um, so like her her shows, and you know, like knowing these people who they are, and and have paying homage and having respect for you know where they went to school. Like her first film that she did was Crossroads with Britney Spears in like 2003. I was like, word. I'm like, so cool. That's so cool. I didn't know that. And like, but that's what you do. You research. So when you're interested, then you're interesting. So when you do the research, then you have the script. If it's a comedy, drama, TV film, you have the script. And then sometimes you have the sides. Like, and then sometimes it's 24 pages, 12 pages, three pages. Sometimes it's three scenes, six scenes, one scene, two scenes. Like, it's always different. It's never. So you have to be, like, super open to the unknown and, like, get your lines down. So, like, TV is very specific because they write it in a certain way, especially comedy, for, like, the intro, the repeat, the turn, the funny, you know? So in indie films, they have more leniency of, like, making it your own like not changing the script but kind of like moving some words around mm -hmm. but really like knowing the rules so then you can break them and color within the line so then you can like know when it's okay to color out of the lines so it's really important to for me that i'm not in my head thinking about lines mm. because then you become like a deer in headlight when like what happens is on a self-tape a lot of times actors are like blah 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 blah, blah and then they're like deer in headlights because they're like waiting to say their next line instead of actually listening as you are now and being engaged to mm -hmm. then be able to respond from the energy and the vibes of what's going on so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of anxiety and not fun when um i'm not per 1000 percent off book so it's it's um you know work and it's a muscle memory to do that but it's important to do that so you can play and have more fun so i start from the ground up well with after i do the research what would this character wear you know i get uh i like to be everyone's different but i'm like physicality i have to like like get it out because sometimes mm -hmm. the way the language is isn't how my muscles in my tongue move all the time so i'll need okay. to like get the verbiage out i'll like call my mom i'm like yo and we'll run it like 15 times back and forth i'm like okay see you later then i'll go do the research i just mm -hmm. first have to get it out of my mouth so okay. i'm not having this anxiety inside of me mm. wow yeah. oh my gosh wow okay 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 cool so uh before i even ask this next question i probably should take some time to uh recognize uh some of my favorites by the way we are uh still in march and uh there are several movies that still have yet to come out uh shout out to robert pattinson who is killing it right now the batman is everywhere it's literally at the billion dollar threshold it's it's crushing the box office. Shout out to Robert Pattinson. You are no longer known as Edward from Twilight. You are officially Bruce Wayne slash Batman. And you will go down in history as probably, I'll say, the second best Batman. You can't beat, you can't beat Christian Bale. He'll always be the best Batman. But yeah. Um, shout out love that love that you know and sometimes it happens like mm -hmm. you know when you're known for something then you have to like go away for a while and like right. you know mm -hmm. there has to be like a cleansing right and then like turning over a new palette to like rebrand and 
reintroduce ourselves, you know, cause we, we change, we're, we're, you know, we all change as human beings. Right, right, right. Uh, so some other movies, y'all, Sandra Bullock's The Lost City is coming. Is this another Kiki Palmer movie? Alice? Oh, wow. Um, there's still like a few. She's funny. I follow her on TikTok. Oh, wow. There's a few oh, more. Wow. There's a few more March movies coming out, basically. But um, shout out to uh, shout out to the um, the movie industry actors, actresses. Uh, as you all know, I follow the DC circuit like crazy, and I'm primarily watch the DC TV stuff on the CW slash HBO Max. So your Flash, Stargirl, Batwoman, different things like that. But um. I do like I do like the movie genre too. Uh, Gal Gadot would have to be my favorite actress because, well, Wonder Woman is amazing, and um, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, and then um, have you seen? Wait, I'm like so no, sure. interjecting here. Sure, have you seen Succession? I have not seen Succession. Oh yeah, yet. I marathon Succession like days later. I was like talking to the characters in my head. They like, they were my friend. It was so weird. It just mm -hmm. really grows on you. I just, um, I, uh, money heist. I marathon that over the holidays. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just marathon finally Peaky Blinders. Mm -hmm. I marathon. Yeah. I marathon Ozark. So I, it was really a great, um, some great moments to get involved, um, with the shows as, as a human, just slowing down and enjoying, but also just like, studying other shows and directors and actors and like mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. that are like doing well um you know according right. to numbers and things like that yeah right and so yeah know thy craft no i get it i get it you have to study the craft and uh i'm actually gonna start getting into uh bel-air can you hear me right now or no yes i can hear you oh, okay cool yeah i'm gonna start getting into bel-air uh, because, well, I have to. Brid Bridgerton's coming back. I'm looking forward to season two. Oh, with yeah. Without Reggae Jean Page, unfortunately. I guess. Oh, no. All I the, know. All I know. the women, I know. All, all the women are upset, but that's Yo. okay. He yeah, will he's fly as Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, yes. All about that one. But, oh, for sure. Oh, but Emily in Paris, hello, Emily in Paris, so No, I watched the whole first season and then I'm like, I gotta catch up. I gotta watch season two now. I'm behind. Yeah. But and, and Mrs. Maisel, come on. Oh, wow. People say I'm the real life Mrs. Maisel, like mm. my personality and stuff. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a compliment. I like it. I'll take it. Great, great, great. So, 19 A-list stars, y'all. Yeah. Wow. 19 that's crazy in one year too what was it like that's my simple question what was it like go for it <laughs> just it was a whirlwind i was just like one job after another just like go 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 really professional doing my thing showing up um working and being in a flow state so i was i was in you know exciting times and deep gratitude but you don't reflect on it till later you know what i mean because you're just like in the moment go 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 working so but it's where i belong it's um and that's what I'm focused on right now. Just getting, um, you know, on TV as a household name and films as a household name. Now that I've dabbled for two decades and had success with everything I've touched has turned to gold and I've been very successful and I'm very grateful. And um, now that I've done all that, I'm going to be very focused on 
uh, booking uh, an animation series. I do voiceovers every day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, being on a TV show, um, that would be a lot of fun for me. And then, um, you know, things like that. So I'm excited. Nice, nice. So I got to know, how does one go from, how does one go from like, being a kid and asking yourself the question, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah. All the way to the entertainment industry. Like where did, where did that, where, where in the timeline did you realize, I think this might end up being my career. I always knew I had a knowing I always knew I always know I always knew I was born for entertainment. I was just this ball of energy and it made me feel really good to make others feel good. I was you know, my mom has these VHS tapes and I'm like singing with the broom <laughs> and um, to the Bon Jovi and the Bengals and mm. I was just always being very expressive, you know. Um, I didn't know I was thinking when I'm reflecting looking back like oh it's because I'm like I wanted to be a singer. But I reflect back and it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a voice for humanity. Mm -hmm. I'm a podcaster. Mm -hmm. I'm a role model, not just mm -hmm. a model, but like a role model, you know? Right. And, mm -hmm. and I utilize my voice to entertain in, in multi-dimensional multi ways in addition to stand-up, you know? So mm -hmm. like with the mic and stand-up, so that holding the broom um, applies to many different areas, not just being a singer. So uh, I always knew. I always wanted to um, entertain people. It was exciting for me to do that, to make other people feel good. Wow. Awesome. Well, y'all, we're not done. We are going to take a quick commercial break, but this is just getting good. I'm so excited. This is like one of my favorite episodes so far this month, and we're just getting hey, started. this month, you mean your whole podcast, though. Yeah, this, this <laughs> month, the whole podcast, it's been, the whole podcast has been blessed by like several big name people. And this is just a continuation of it. So I'm excited. Over 200-something episodes, 10,000 downloads, and counting. So Congratulations. We're, thank you. We're basically yeah. blowing up. And um, Blow so up. I'm, I'm really excited for Katie to hear the finished product and for Katie's network and Katie's circle to hear the finished product as well because y'all like once this gets into her hands and she starts spreading it around to people that's basically it there's gonna be more people listening into the show in just under you know several weeks from now so i'm excited but yeah y'all um we've got more to talk about but we're gonna take a quick break get some water regroup and come back in just over three minutes so See y'all in a second. Yeah, every day that's you and me. All day that's us, boo. Came through with that new thing. See, I don't know why I trust you. Crazy now, I'm just too on. Maybe now, I'm just too gone. Maybe now, I'm just looking for that same vibe that you on. Cause I'm out here with my boys. Going crazy in this bitch. Overseas, getting busy. Ball out, no SBs, I caught you out, you got served with that V-Stop, no step team, 
What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest tea, the GOAT. From over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully, Black, and Excellent without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing? Okay. Let me see if I can remember this. Let's see. Um, do, 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 Yes, there we go. <clears throat> let me get this, let me get this right. <clears throat> Look, Simba, everything the light touches is our kingdom. A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. Okay, there's my James Earl, there's my Jer- James Earl Jones impression. Um, I love Simba. <laughs> I love Lion King. Oh, yes. <laughs> I had to do that, y'all, because, um, well, our next topic is about voiceover acting. And as you all know, voiceover acting is probably... So much fun! It is, and it's probably the most important aspect of animated movies. And I just pulled up a bunch of animated movies on my on my laptop uh, because, well, Disney Plus is life, and Disney is life, period. The Little Mermaid's my favorite Disney movie of all time, so... Shout out to Jody Benson, because, oh my gosh, she killed it as Ariel in the original movie. And I'm sure Halle Bailey will kill it as Ariel in the live action when it comes out in just a year from now. Please do not mess it up. That's all I'm asking. Please do not mess up The Little Mermaid. That is my heart. Do not mess that movie up. Because, no, seriously, Disney has made the classics that I grew up in... I'm telling my age, but Disney's made the classics that I grew up in, in the mid nineties to early two thousands and all that. Yes. I'm telling my age, a goofy, a goofy movie. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Age is just a number, whatever. That's true. But I mean, y'all a goofy movie. Come on now. Anyway, (laughs) the point that I'm trying to make is we can't talk about voiceover acting without paying homage to just a few of the movies that require voiceover acting i mean some live action movies technically do i mean how else would star wars have been made without that guy (laughs) but yeah so 
there's my little spiel on voice acting and my take on it. So uh, I'm going to let the real voiceover professional here give us some advice and tips on how does one actually become a voiceover actor or actress for those ladies who are listening? So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just hear some alpha for you. One, uh, I'm in New York City. There's uh, impromptu construction. So if there's some noises, please just like, you know, know that it's real and raw over here. So mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't be an ideal situation to record a voiceover with this is going on. So um, if things like that nature happen, I have to do my voiceovers really early in the morning or later at night when, you know, that that's not happening and mm -hmm. that could be anywhere in the world. But, you know, I, I get a coach, like everyone has coaches. So I do industry coaching. So my website, mm -hmm. you can have one-on-ones with me. I also do biweekly voiceover industry sessions as a collective because the best thing to do as an actor is observe. So you can learn from other people's work, even though it's not you actually working, like you have your time to work, but by listening and watching what others do, it really helps you uh, facilitate like what to do or give you ideas of things that you can try. It's an exploration. Um, there's no, like, I don't want to say there's like a, a, a right and a wrong. One of my coaches told me like Bill Holmes, like there's weak and strong. So it's like the quality of our choices, right? So like just make a choice, like make a choice. And then a director can always give you another choice. But if you're not making choices, then specific choices, then it's just like, you know, not happening. So it's really important to study the craft of acting. It's really important to have like the right rigs, you know, set up. Um, right now I'm on a Shure SM7B. It's a uh, directional mic is really good for podcasting, poetry, um, promos. Um, but a condenser mic, I also have uh, TLM 103. Not that you need the, the granddaddy of them all, but I've been, you know, doing the voiceovers like nonstop for a while now. So, which I love, but um, it, I'm just sharing like there's a condenser mic. So, for me specifically, of my voice, and I do a lot of animation, it's good for me to have a full body mic. So, it's picking up my, my voice all around. There's like the craft of acting, get in classes, 101, study the basics. Um, I have on my podcast, I have a lot of voiceover tips on she's all over the place. People can reach out to me, ask me questions. I guide people. Everyone's on their own journey. So there's the craft of acting. Um, then there's the tech part, right? And a lot of when the world shut down, a lot of theater actors jumped over to voiceover. Um, you know, a lot of people got into podcasting. So a lot of people have home setups, right? And there's, and now it's very popular. Instead of going into the studio, you can be anywhere in the world and just like turn a closet into like a state of the art, like, um, home recording studio that sound that's treated, that sound treated. Right. And so you can do things like that. And then it's like a psychological aspect, right? So it's like uh, all the top actors, they could go out for 99 auditions before they get that one, but that one makes it all worth it. So if it's like, oh, you think you're just gonna like make money like overnight, you could, but also it's like, if you're in it for the long game. So like the psychological aspect, even like when you're breathing, like how much you're breathing, like the control of the breath, the sound, the words, like, you know, like anyone can just like read something off the paper well or not, but it's like the choices that you make and the energetic thoughts from your real life experiences that you align and that you put onto the words in the copy that you're receiving, whether it's a video game, a commercial, uh, animation. Um, so yeah, there, there's some information about voiceovers. Any other questions or thoughts? Oh, you just, 
you just nailed it because ah. you know it's just like coaching that was the biggest life tip you know for everyone just if you want to become a voiceover actor actress find a coach um there's multiple coaches there's great coaches mm -hmm. and and um you know I have a promo coach, Randy Thomas. She's the voice of, you know, the tw the the Tonys for 21 years in a row. She was the voice of the Austers 10 times. She's a, a pioneer for um, for the women in the space. She's the first female disc jockey. She is the first female anchor for Dateline, ABC. You know, it's Randy mm. Thomas. And there's Tish Hicks. There's Bill Holmes. There's um, Everett, who does animation. You know, he did The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. um, a lot. Of, there's Sarah Jane Sherman, who's amazing for animation. Love mm. her. She's so good. Wow. She's been the head of casting at Disney, and now she's independent. So she teaches mm -hmm. like workshops and classes for kids and for like a bunch of different people, all all different kinds of people. But she's like freelance, so she has a bunch of projects with like Cartoon Network and like all these different places. So like knowing these people so doing the research like following them on twitter following them on instagram like watching their tv shows watching animation playing video games if you want to play video games like if you're a mom like watch the disney baby shark with your kid you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i just went out for baby shark the other day and like you know, my niece, she's 13, 14, and she plays the anime and the video games, and she's amazing at anime, and it's like, I can, like, watch anime and, like, learn with her, and it's like, be interactive with it, because those most video games are interactive. So, like, like 50 talks about, he did the um, 50th law with Robert Greene from the 48 Laws of Power, he did the 48 law, mm -hmm. and um, uh, on the 50th law, it talks about, like, you can be a spectator, like, watching from the bleachers, or you can be, like, on the court in the game. So, he's mm -hmm. like, be on the court mm -hmm. in the game. So, on a psychological aspect, like, be on the court in the game. Mm -hmm. It's the way, it's the fastest we're going to learn. That's why I said earlier when we started, like, when I get the copy, I have to get it into my physical body i have to like say the lines back and forth i have to hear it so i can like hear to then respond and mm -hmm. then get the language out so i have to like get immersed in it from sensorily like from my gut right mm -hmm. we can't li live from the neck up just like da, 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 throat chakra communication throat chakra and then living in our head which a lot of people do we need to take action and apply it one step at a time start messy if you don't know what to do like that's that's a start like just start one step at a time start messy and just show up and everything else will just fall into play mm, wow so now that you've heard the first half of katie's enormous career we've gotta ask this next question because well What comes immediately after everything throughout the year? That was a trick question, everybody. The answer is award shows. Every, every time there's a song dropped by an artist, a movie, a show, whatever comes out in media, there is an award show for it and there will be recognitions throughout each year. Of course, 2020 was the exception, and 2021, we kind of sort of got back to doing award shows, but now we're fully back, sort of, and award shows are happening as the year continues. And um, trying to try to remember 
uh, I think it's the Oscars. The Oscars is the award show for like TV and film. I think. I think See, it's cutting out. I don't know. Is it me or is it you? I just it's something's cutting out. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. All right. <laughs> Are we in a Verizon commercial? <laughs> no, no, not. We're not in the old Verizon commercial with the guy. But um, yeah, I think the I think I got that right. I think the Oscars is the award show for like movies and film and stuff like that. So what are the Oscars? Yeah, the Academy Awards. The Academy the Awards, the Oscars. Yeah. It's one of them. It's one SAG of them. Awards, the SAG Awards. SAG Awards. That's when mm -hmm. the actors. You know, okay, right, 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 right. So, what, what, what I'm, why I'm mentioning that everybody is that whenever the award shows come on, people always tune to when the show actually hits. But if you really are invested in the industry, you're gonna turn that thing on to watch everybody walk down the red carpet and see what they've got on and see all the interviews. That's me. I will sit in front of my TV and watch the red carpet show long before the award show comes on just to... I mean, who doesn't like the glam? It's exactly. all about the glam. Of course. We exactly. love the glam. Which rolls into my next question for Katie. What is the entertainment industry really like? Because we, I know... <laughs> I know Katie has been down a red carpet at award shows before and have, has been recognized. She's probably verified on social media. Just, just saying. So go ahead. I mean, that's a really big question. Um, but, you know, I love fashion. I grew mm -hmm. up and I went to fashion school and I just, I love color as an artist. So it's a way to express myself. And, you know, I think the the carpet is all about, being able to express yourself, you know, mm. it's cool when you get to work with certain designers and things of that nature and mm -hmm. you get tailored and in, in such a way where there's sponsorships and, you know, brands that bring you on and there's partners and collaborations. And it, there's like a full team that does all that. You know, there's a full team who does jewelry. There's a full team who does the styling. There's a full team like, you know, with the PR, like with the showroom that you go to and, you mm -hmm. know, they send you options or you go there and you pick out options or you mm. have a, a stylist, you know, um, mm -hmm. like, showing you the brands and the people they're working with so mm -hmm. it's like they could go in so many different ways you know it's like sometimes you're working with people and sometimes you just like show up wearing something that you love personally you know um but yeah i think the red carpets are really fun and i'm all about the glam i definitely love it it's very exciting and you know it's just it's exciting and, and that's a mm -hmm. good giddy feeling to have and it, it's you know celebratory where we get to empower ourselves as individuals where we can dress up and, you know, put something amazing on for, to be able to reap what we've sowed, to enjoy the fruits of our labor, you know, and it's an honorary moment for individuals like-minded and growth individuals to come together to celebrate those moments, you know, that are very specific and super rare and, and won't happen again, the exact same. It's always different. Every project, every collaboration, that's the cool thing about life and being an artist. It's always unique. Wow, interesting. So that leads on into part two of Katie's life thus far professionally. Music and touring, which 
this next sidebar conversation, uh, it goes with the industry and music and touring. So the question I have for Katie is just, you know, tell us a bit, tell us a bit about your music and touring life. Who have you, you know, sung with been on stage with, et cetera, et cetera. And then after she shares that, then I'll get into my little, uh, music confessions and share some things about, about my music tastes and also put in, a. Uh, a little disclaimer for everybody, but yeah, go ahead. Tell sure. us about it. Yeah. Yeah. So brush strokes of my musical journey. Um, I kind of mentioned it earlier growing up in Detroit. So I, I grew up on Motown with my mom melodies and, you know, singing harmonies and understanding harmonies and melodies because of, you know, my family, mm -hmm. um, you know, just good old classic fun and the, the language and the word and the unconditional meaning of the lyrics back then were just so like, you know, fine tuned to the heart. And mm -hmm. so I also grew up on Sade, which I love. And I grew up mm -hmm. on like Bach and Mozart and classical music where mm -hmm. I would, um, listen to classical music and Frank Sinatra wow. as a teenager during uh, my sleep, it would just play all night. So wow. I would be like, you know, listening to music, which I loved. And I always just loved the piano. It just really touched my heart. And um, then I grew up in um, the underground music scene before DJs were popular in Western civilization. So mm. I was, uh, you know, going to all the biggest rave parties in the world, EDM music and, you know, Berlin and Detroit are called the the twin towers of music of techno. Wow. And, um, mm. You know, homage to Bad Boy Bill, who's an amazing house DJ. And I would be just like dancing and dancing, just like just dancing my heart out. Mm -hmm. And my heart would just like be pumping out of my chest. And I would just, the vibes would be so inspired, so inspired, just like sweating. And everyone would just be like sweating and just like for the love of music. And so it led me on my, um, you know, journey to going to DJ music school and learning um, what kind of DJ um, I was, you know, mm. like uh, that I wanted to become. So wow. I released um, some music, hypnotic energy okay. uh, with um, sophagio healing frequencies. Okay. Um, and I released um, another EP called Full House in homage for Bad Boy Bill for house music. Okay. Uh, those are under the, my duo called The Sophisticated Psychos. It's streaming everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had the opportune uh, moment to go on tour with 50 Cent and G Unit, like all over um, South um, Europe and um, wow. South Africa. And I was invited to go to Australia and New Zealand. And I ended up doing a movie with David Tui and Namila Jovovich film. So I didn't go to Australia and New Zealand, but I was able to open up in front of like 16, 18,000 people with 50 Cent G Unit. So that was really cool. So I released a bunch of that music. And then um, I released uh, under solo St. Kiriaki, my birth name, my baptismal name, um, um, uh, a full album which is all dubstep and future trap with mm. spoken word lyrics, uh, exploring divine femininity in all genders and claiming and re reclaiming one's power. And that's streaming everywhere. And I dropped it on 11.11, my birthday, Dreamland 11.11. Mm. And I also dropped it on OpenSea as a Web3 artist. And I sold two of my music NFTs at Art Basel last year. So I've taken my whole musical career and pivoted to Web3 into NFTs. So that's where I am with my music and what I'm doing now. Everything I release, my music videos, my spoken word music videos, my poetry, everything is on the blockchain. Wow. 
absolutely incredible. I need to put this up on my wall somewhere because I absolutely forgot that I have this. But and some people are gonna be some some no don't please don't roast me in the comment section or on Instagram for this. But um uh yeah, music and touring and so I, I should probably put this somewhere, but um I'll never forget buying this. <laughs> Katie's like, what the heck is he doing? Um, so I have a confession to make everybody. Uh, 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 Taylor Swift. <coughs> She's my, uh, one of my favorite artists. Yes, I'm not kidding. Love her. I love, love Taylor. Taylor. I love Swift. Taylor Swift. She's so good. I bought Reputation and as a result of buying it, I have this little mini poster of Taylor it's like a two-sided poster of Taylor that I never put up anywhere. I just keep it in the album cover. Oh, my God. That is so like, cute. I need to get a mini poster. I love oh that. My gosh. Oh, my God. Like, I need it, to get mini posters. It was That's so, smart. It was free, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I love Taylor. I need to listen to her album again. Like, yes. I'm not kidding, guys. Like, I really love Taylor. I am going to get more iTunes music and buy her latest uh projects but oh my gosh y'all like take me to a taylor concert when you know we when we can like sometime this year please i will spend thousands of dollars to see her live um but let's see what else i'm sure she would really appreciate that <laughs> yeah what else um i do plan on going to see meg the stallion in concert at some point when i get an opportunity because she's awesome she's the hot girl coach Hot Girl Summer, all that jazz. Um, I'm starting to get into more R&B, you know, Summer Walker, her, uh, and, well, little, little, Kit, little Kim is uh, amazing. And also, I'm starting to, let me go back to my uh, Apple TV history. I'm also starting to get into another artist. I can find my Apple TV, my YouTube history. Please tell me I'm still on YouTube. Yes, there we go. Uh, Ari Lennox. I'm also listening to Queen Nyjah. So, guys, I'm getting my music up and trying to, like, you know, get myself more familiar with different artists. Aside Did from you the see uh, Dreamland Eleven Eleven, the two music videos that I produced and shot. I've been well, it's so on YouTube. I've been so busy prior to getting into the. Recording, but I will watch Eleven Eleven after Dreamland Eleven Eleven. Yeah, there's Miracles Goes to Mars. It's okay. just on my YouTube channel, Katie Chinakis. Mm -hmm. Um, but the album is Dreamland Eleven Eleven. I'll send it to you. Sure. Yeah, I'll send you the album. It wasn't sent to you. Nope, not that I remember. I'll send you my poetry book and I'll send you the album. Oh my gosh! Yay! Thank you. Thank yeah, you so of much. So. Yeah, and for all your listeners tuning in, uh, when they go to chinakas.com and they mm -hmm. put in their email, I have an automation set up where it sends a playlist of the spoken word music videos that I produced and directed and starred in. Wow. Um, yeah, so they can do that. Just go to chinakas.com, put in your email, and there's an automation. It's a gift for your audience. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. So, um, yeah, and I'm also doing a giveaway mm -hmm. too. So, uh, I have a merch line if they go to chinakas.com and they uh, go to the merch and they show that 
they uh, bought like one, two or three things from the merch line I have. I have like five different merch lines and they just email me a receipt. Then I'll send them a signed copy of my poetry book. Ooh, we're getting all the tea, all the discounts, all the all the good stuff today. Wow. Um so at the end of the episode, I'll make sure you all get all that information one more time before we officially sign off. But um now it's time to get into more serious stuff. So, to wrap this episode up, I do want to talk about some important things that have to do with where we are today. And I'll just start here. Um, you know, we've been talking about acting and, and music and the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's really it's really sad how you can come to such a high place in life and yet your your life is still one big mess money does not solve all of your problems why do i say that I've lost count as to how many allegations Chris Brown has been accused of for sexual assault, but like it's Chris Brown. He's one of the biggest music artists in the world. Tons of money, tons of fame, tons of social media followers, recognition, et cetera, et cetera. And yet the accusations keep following him. So I just want to put that out there that when you reach a certain level in life, you got to move different, especially when it comes to being in Katie's world. I mean, think about everybody that did voiceover work for the Proud family, Louder and Prouder, which, by the way, awesome sauce show on Disney+. Plus. Thank you for bringing it back. Thank you for bringing my childhood back. But, oh my god, you should send this to Disney. They'll love you. Um, that's send not... them this clip and tag them. They'll love you. Oh my I'm god, they'll sh- probably send you like free gifts or something. I'm Being sure. Their number one fan. I'm You're sure. Like, you can get in a candy store. So excited. Yes, I, I. Every time I see a Disney store, I just walk in, and yeah, I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure that someone in Katie's network will get this episode to Disney because, well. I'm busy and Disney doesn't want to hear from me right now. <laughs> Maybe later. But um, yeah, y'all, like, I just had to say that because as we talk about leadership, morals and values and different things like that, that's why I brought it up. It's just like, Katie, Katie knows. She's lived it. She's seen it. You get to a certain place, you start getting the contracts and the and that and you see the big checks and you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore you can buy mansions and cars and there's also the parties and the groupies and the and the men because you know Katie's a woman and I'm sure that tons of men have approached her being in the industry and so yeah like it's all out there so 
just how important is it not just to have leadership in today's world, but also like, where are we? Have we like lost our morals and values in, you know, 2022? And, you know, what advice and tips do you have for us and especially everybody in the industry on, um, you know, just staying out of trouble, especially with where we are now with, you know, the world, social media, yeah. and everything. Because, I mean, if you don't believe me, guys, Jesse Smollett's going to jail for, like, five months and then and then some for faking, uh, you know, a hate crime. So, just saying. Go ahead, mm. Katie. Yeah, I mean, it's an it's important topic. It's a big, big topic and big question. Um, a couple things that come to me is, one, like Socrates, know thyself. So when you know yourself from within and without, then I think we have clear choices with our boundaries and how we assert ourselves in the world, in our personal lives and our professional lives. Um, and then, um, you know, and it's okay to explore those things because there's certain things where it's conditional and they were um, brought on to us by our family and, you know, generations. So then we can align like, oh, this is what I was taught. I vibe with this, but uh, this is what I was taught. I don't vibe with this. Same thing with like, okay, these are new things that I see in the world and I'm going to put these in my tool shed and I'm going to have those be a part of my journey because I'm shape-shifting my life as a sovereign being. And then let's say you have a partner, you get into a partnership, then you look, you align to what they align with or you say, no, I don't align to those things and you have a healthy communication and be able to communicate and be vulnerable and communicate those things are really, really important. And that takes like awareness and work and, you know, sensitivities and vulnerabilities to have compassion, to be able to actually listen and not project things onto other people from our ideas and our egos. So that's one. Another thing is, um, you know, people are addicted to uh, chaos. Mm. Like we are, we have our vices and people, everyone's different, you know, like everyone has their own vices, but like, um, you know, one of the things we are as human beings, we get addicted. It doesn't matter if it's a good pattern or a bad pattern. Sometimes things are happening, you know, over and over again and we're addicted to it. And sometimes we're so addicted to it. And it's what we were taught is like our left hand. Or it's like our hand. It's like, it's like we were just born with it. We don't know the difference because we're so attached to it. Right. So attachment styles, non-attachment styles, um, addictions. And so some people are in cycles. It doesn't matter how much fame and glam and what you have, um, you know, within and without those, those will carry over. You're only as strong as your weakest link and everything's a, a magnetic connection. So, you know, understanding at a root level of who we are and exploring what that looks like. Like, for example, for me, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, I've done what I've done in my career thus far, cool. But as a sovereign individual, as a human being, the choices I've made had led, had led me to where I am. But I can take all that and apply it to my craft and apply it to my the canvas, apply it to my poetry, apply it to my art. And so I don't look at it as a regret of certain choices I didn't make that could have got me further ahead or certain distractions that happened along my life. I'm like, no, that's the life of a human. And that's the life of an actor to be able to, and, a, and an artist, being able to shape shift and take all of the energies and apply it and make it transparent. Now, you know, the thing is with the addictions, like, for example, mm -hmm. you know, growing up in Hollywood, let's say there were certain so 
certain social circles Mm -hmm. where there's, you know, like at a party or certain parties, not, Mm -hmm. not going out for auditions. It doesn't happen like in the system of Hollywood when you're going actually out for auditions, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but let's say I'm like, uh, at networking or in the Hollywood scene or at a party, Mm -hmm. like, Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to a hotel room to do cocaine. I'm not hanging around people who are doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be around people who are doing that. Mm-hmm. So there might be a mesh of a crowd who do do that. And they're all, you know, having this power and this money and, you know, they're partying in such a way. And, you know, but that, that's why it's maybe the situation of like, oh, how can they can have some people? This isn't all, but this is just an example. How can they can have all this like success, blah, blah, blah but they're doing these bad habits that are mm-hmm. their vices that mm-hmm. work for them in a way but until they don't work. But, mm-hmm. you know, but them, the people, mm-hmm. you know, who maybe you don't hear of, or maybe some people that you do hear of, maybe they're, they're having families or, you know, they're connecting with other families and, you know, so there's, there's different, there's different things that are happening, but we're human beings and uh, you know, mother nature is very graceful and very, kind and delicate but also she's a beast and you know she's very resilient and um you know will smith has this uh, it's called one big rock i think there's six episodes and he talks about mother nature and how it was here long before us and it's going to be here long after and destruction is part of the course so with all the stuff that is going on yeah it's very sad in a long a, a lot of ways but also like Khalil gobron talks about joy and sorrow and like if people are doing these unhealthy thing and unhealthy habits, obviously it's not good role models and how do you censor it? Right. That's, that's a whole nother conversation, but then it's like the people who are doing epic work and, and doing amazing things. It's like to appreciate the the highest and the joys and, and the beautiful ethics and the morals that, you know, one can have. And then what do you compare that to? And then what do you, what do you look? So there's like, you know, the, the highest joy and the deepest sorrow, like the someone who's doing, mind-blowing amazing things but we're human beings and we all make mistakes you know like that's a part of the journey of forgiving and not shaming and blaming other people though you know, they're making choices that everyone else isn't making or they're not making choices how we would like to see them but we don't know them we don't we don't know the vibe and the situation of their journey of what they're growing through and we can just have compassion to know that they're stuck and there's a cycle and maybe they don't have good people around them, you know? And so, you know, filtering out our circles and cleansing to make our line with the, the people for like the smart, good reasons. Um, you know, so that's kind of all over the place, but those are some of my thoughts. No, 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 not all over the place. Cause that ties into, uh, that ties into the mental health conversation and goal setting and, uh, you know, the final two topics, actually final three topics, because, you know, we've seen, we've seen a lot, like so many stars, whether you're in the sports world, the music world, the TV world, the movie world, so many stars have gone through mental health you know, crises, and we've gone through a pandemic, and, but then, on the flip side of it, there's positive stuff, like, if, can y'all believe we're only three months into 2022? Three months. The new year just started, like, 
not not too long ago, and we were all goal setting. And by now, hopefully, all of you have at least accomplished some of your New Year's resolutions and are in play to finish working on your New Year's resolutions because we've got April and the entire rest of this year to go. Um, but then also, I definitely loved something that Katie brought up about being in the industry and she still is in the industry. Like she said, she's got voiceover stuff going on right now and she's got her sh uh, the show she's working on. You all know and Katie's just now finding out, but it's a it's a it's a small fun side topic. We talk about friendships and dating, but mostly friendships um, here on the show. At least we're talking about that now more often than not. And when you get to a certain point in this industry, you have to. You have to do a lot when it comes to your circle. You have to create a new circle, and then the circle that came with you, you have to protect that circle. So, Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? Beyonce and Jay-Z, before they became famous, they had their families and their friends. When they got famous and blew up, they still had their families and friends from you know, growing up wherever they grew up, but they now have to protect their family and friends because they're super mega stars. And then they go off and create a new circle of friends. And this is where it gets trippy because the new circle of friends that you create can either be good or bad for you. Hence, you know, Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, that whole situation it all comes down to who you surround yourself with in the industry. So I know a whole boatload of topics, but it literally is the last thing that I want to talk about with Katie before we go into uh, the closing, the closing remarks part. Like, how important is mental health for you? Um, tell us a little bit about you know goal setting in terms of what you've been able to accomplish so far and. Um, how did you manage to, you know, structure your circle? Because I didn't talk to Katie primarily setting this up, y'all. She's got a manager. I talked to her manager setting this up. That's how big Katie is. But also, like, Katie's in the circle that I just, you know, described. She's got her family. She's got her friends. But, like... She's out there in the industry. You can't just walk up to Katie and be like, hey, what's up? Let me invite you over for dinner. She probably has security guards protecting. I'm just saying, like, it's a whole different ball game. So, oh, 1,000%. I mean, I definitely, um, at my condo, I, there's 24-hour concierge and a 20, there's cameras and a 24-hour security person walking around. So I, mm -hmm. I definitely protect myself. I've always protected myself in everywhere I've been. It's just the way that I am. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just a very private person. I'm very personable, but I'm very, um, I'm very open and personable with people, but I'm very private as well. Mm -hmm. um, I've always just been that way. I just, I, I, I like, you know, I like the self-care and um, spending time with myself and valuing myself first. How can I go out 
and give myself to another person and and um you know if i'm not nurturing myself first and putting myself first so mm -hmm. i i was able to have that at a very young age but what happened is mental health is very very important to me when i was a kid like I was a cross country runner. So I, I knew like, Oh, what I put into my body, my vitamins, drinking a lot of water, running 50 miles a week uh, with my cross country team. So like I knew physical health, but no one talked about mental health. And mm. I remember when I was in college, I was in a career decision-making class, although <clears throat> I already knew what I wanted to do. And walk, one day I walked into the room and on the chalkboard, there were one through a hundred, a uh, hundred different words. And our job was to have, 20 pieces of paper and out of the hundred on the chalkboard, we had to put 20 and number one for me, I put health because mm. I thought, yeah, I thought health because I thought if I have health as number one on this list, I could have everything on the list and everything on the board. Right. So mm. I was, I was thinking I was very clever. However, I was thinking physical health. I wasn't thinking mental health. Right. Mm. Till years later. So when I became familiar with like, you know, synapses and um, short, long form, neurotransmitters and neuroscientists and understanding you know behavioral science and how we think and our amygdala and our hippocampus and different parts of the brain function and our different brains our heart has over forty thousand neurons in it alone mm. and you know our gut our gut brain you know like mm. our gut instincts that intuitive hit because we as human beings we have our hearts first and after our hearts we have our central nervous system mm -hmm. right that mm -hmm. activates when we're in prenatal with our in the mother womb mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Our, our our nervous system is very you know attuned and aligned from when we were in prenatal and we have our gut our intuitive hit our you know our instincts right we're very primal beings and um don miguel ruiz who has the four agreements amazing book mm -hmm. um also has mastery of love and he talks about how life is a blank canvas mm -hmm. and how we have stories within stories as a, as an artist tell stories as humans and it's just right now this is just a story like two people like doing a podcast right mm -hmm. and, so, and then the person in the story is the person listening on, on, on to the podcast right now shout mm -hmm. out we love you thank you for being here mm -hmm. and so you know we're very primal beings and then we're domesticated by society by circumstances to work to play small to don't do this to you know like i said earlier turn a blind eye mind your own business mind your manners play mm -hmm. small play small and i never did any of that i was always coming out screaming my mom says and i've just been doing it ever since and i'm like Bleh! like a rebel with a cause so mm -hmm. you know um i know what i feel about mental health and um you know experiencing different things with mental health so i'm i'm a big advocate for mental health and um yeah i will continue to talk about it and show my feelings and be myself every which way and not apologize for it and not be bullied as i was not be shamed not not be not being blamed as i was i was shamed i was blamed you know in school i was bullied in school i went out bullying people because i was bullied you know um for not being understood like you know what i'm saying and and all that's happening and with my niece and nephew and what I see with them and what's happening, it's just like, you know, um, very disheartening. And I could just like, you know, go to drop down to tears. I'm not going to, but, um, you know, like I want to stand for the kids and, and the adults too, because child protective services and unfortunate circumstances when kids are kids and it's like, Oh, poor kids. Oh, the kids, the kids from like parents not doing their internal work and then projecting, things under their children, wanting them mm -hmm. to be this, wanting them to be that, and like putting a projection of what they want for their child, vicariously living through them, or like obviously wanting the best for them as well. But then like, 
when the kids are the kids and they're so misunderstood, you know, the same kids are like, oh, poor kids, poor kids. Those kids then become, you know, young adults and adults who are still acting like kids. And mm-hmm. But then adults are pointing your fingers. Oh, look <laughs> at that person. They did this or they broke in here or they killed this person or they did this. Yeah, they have unresolved trauma and anger and hate from being misunderstood. They were the same little kids that you were saying, oh, poor little kids. But now they're the adults who didn't have the mental health mm-hmm. and the emotional support that they needed, you mm-hmm. know? Like, we all have it. It doesn't matter if you're high society. There's emotional abuse in, you know, in in poverty. There's emotional abuse um, with people who have, like, multi-billions or millions of dollars. Like, the thing about, like, rape, you could identify, like, oh, I was raped on this day. Or, like, um, if it was, like, a a shot. Like, oh, this person was shot on this day. Mm -hmm. With emotional abuse, you can be in a family photo and everyone can be laughing and smiling and happy and putting on a public persona. You can be in a workplace and there could be all these things going on. You can't really put a time stamp unless like, because there's mul- multiple situations and it's an energetic flow that are these unhealthy patterns that are happening. Not only, you know, at home with kids, with adults in the workplace, everywhere, you know, it's happening. And we're all just like recycling all this stuff and moving so fast instead of taking time out to, you know, do the work. And, you know, there are a lot of spiritual beings out there. There are a lot of people out there who are doing the work. A lot of the people I meet, they're like 60s, 70s, 80s. And they're like, oh my God, you're so young. Like, how do you know all these things? Like I've been a seeker since I was a kid. I've always been a seeker, but I'm in these programs. I've done these programs Michael Beckwith at the Agape Center in Culver City in California. He has a university, like spiritual liberation, like communication courses. And I'm in these courses and the people are like 50s, 60s, 70s. And they're thinking like, I'm a kid. Like, what are you doing? I was there, you know, and it's like, yeah, just I was just following my intuition, just going on the journey. Like when we're people pleasing and doing what others want us to do, check in to say, are those people happy with their lives? Uh, you know what I mean? Like these people love me. They just want the best for me. But is the energy being reciprocated or are they beating me down and uh, telling me, uh, telling me why I shouldn't be doing this. Right. So we have to stop putting our energy out, wanting love uh, in places where the energy isn't flowing back. So we need to unhook and pivot to a podcast like this and talk to people who are like, Oh, we had some movie banter back and forth. And we were like back and forth, but it's like, you know, for example, if like, I'm into wrestling and I'm like, yo, mom, dad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like going about wrestling. They're like, oh, don't do that. It's unsafe. You don't want to do that. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But if I'm like searching wrestlers, right. And I'm like seeing the books they read, watching what they watch, connecting to them, talking to other people in the comments or fans or people who are going to those kind of shows or taking a wrestling class, then their energy is going to be reciprocated. I'm going to be feeling that love. It's going to scale me. It's going to fulfill me. And there's going to be that energy going back and forth. Right. And that's healthy. So whatever that you can apply that principle of wrestling to everything and anything that the listener is tuning into, like whatever is exciting for you, like align. So the energy is reciprocated. A lot of times we're putting it out and we're getting nothing back And a decade. will go by two decades, three decades. And it's like, Yo, I'm not like, it's like hitting a brick wall every time. It's not receiving. You're, we're putting and wasting our energy. We're, we need to turn the car around. We need to like put the boat into a different direction. So there's, we're going, it's flowing instead of like trying to go upstream and it's like a battle and everything's so hard, you know, like, oh, like, oh my God, I can't believe I was dealing with this like difficult person for so long. I thought I had to, but I don't have to. I think I have to. But I don't have to. 
Oh, but I have to because it's my grandparent or it's my mom or it's my sister or it's my partner. Okay, if you're giving them, I have to talk to them every week. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to them, but you're talking to them. Instead of talking to them for an hour, talk to them for a half hour. Be like, oh, I got to take a call. Oh, some work came up. Got to go. The moment will pass. So if you do that at once a week and a month goes by, you're getting two hours of your life back that you can be putting that energy into something that you want to. And silence is power instead of telling everyone what you're doing. Just go and do it. Because then if you go and tell everyone what you're doing, when you see them or you talk to them, oh, I thought you were going to do this thing. Oh, I thought you were going to do this thing. And then you have to explain why it didn't happen yet. And life's a manifestation. And, and, and nature takes its course and things happen. So it's like, lastly, I guess on this topic is like, a lot of, I found out a few years ago, a lot of people miscarry in the first three months. So a lot of times, like within the first three months, they reveal that they're pregnant because they want to like, you know, hone it in. It's because like it's birthing. It's, it's, it's being birthed. The, so when you want to do something, it's a new energy on a canvas. So instead of telling everyone about it, the mind doesn't know the difference if it's done or not. So to hone it in and make it like super, super strong. So then when you go out into the world and you, when you talk about it, when you do talk about it, and if someone says anything, you're an oak tree within with your choices. It doesn't matter what they're saying. You're not swaying left and right emotionally based on what they say because you're so strong within yourself and your core and with God and the universe of what you align to that that trumps anything from anything external, building it internally, right? So that's that's a, a key for success, I feel. Mm. Wow. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Wow. This episode has been so good. Uh, but yeah, nothing, so sweet. nothing lasts forever. So before we go, though, we got to talk about the brand, the poetry book, the web series and her podcast. So yeah, tell tell us about that. The brand, poetry book, web series, podcast. How did all that start? And um and then yeah, uh social media where we can find you on social media and all the stuff that the listeners and myself can do when they go to the different bits and pieces of your website and click on stuff and get free uh you know free downloads of things and all that yeah so. they can just put in their email definitely on shinakas.com well first and foremost i would just say go to she's all over the place follow me leave comments list i have like over 77 episodes so it's me blabbing away on topics of you know, mental health, forgiveness, um, honoring other artists and other people's journey, uh, scientists, um, you know, things in entertainment, NFTs, uh, music, and, you know, everything that excites me, voiceovers, acting. So it's all on my podcast. So I, I like to offer a lot of value. I was uh, 12 and I remember I had this ancient wisdom whispering in my ear and I wanted, I was a seeker and I wanted to be gifted information right? I was so thirsty for it. And I, I felt very isolated and, and not connected. The world just seemed like such a big place. And there was so much going on. So I said to myself, I would always like hold space and do this for others, humans. So we could walk, hold hands and not isolate and do it together. So I wanted to start my podcast nine years ago. I didn't know how to get on the train tracks. And then I was taught in 2019 and boom, I, uh, once I put my episode up, I hit the ground running and I've been going ever since. So mm. that's up. That's she's all over the place. That's the podcast. 
um, yeah, so I'd love for you just to listen to the episodes and sure. tune in there. Definitely. For sure. Sure. I definitely will uh, be tuning in and I'm sure my listeners will tune in as well. And, um, but yeah. Um, oh, and my poetry book is called A Lover's Fairy Tale, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's on my website. So you can purchase it. It's everywhere Amazon, all that jazz, but alloversfairytale.com. It's on my website. So I have coffee mugs, like coffee and poetry, okay. and uh, they're pretty epic. Uh, Polaroids, this art series I did with the international um, artist named Robert Sturman, who's amazing. So definitely pick up the poetry book. And mm-hmm. uh, if you want to sign copy, then just go to the merch store and buy three items of anything on the merch store. Show me that you bought it, mm-hmm. and I'll give you a signed copy of the poetry book. Sweet, 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 sweet. And, um, but yeah. In case someone wants to follow your journey, where can we find you on socials? I'm on all the social media platforms. So Chinakas, TikTok, or yeah, Instagram, TikTok is Chinakas, my last name, C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S. Uh, my Twitter is Katie Chinakas. I'm on LinkedIn, Katie Chinakas. So, but I'm on all, I'm on all the platforms. But the ones I fancy every day right now is uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Sweet, sweet. Well. Thank you, Katie, so much for being on the show today. It was such an amazing time. Thank you. You're so sweet. And I see why your show is growing with success. Like, you're very, very sweet. I love your spirit. Thank you. It's very, very kind of you. You can't go yet. We gotta give you socials, socials. We gotta give you socials, socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We, we gotta, gotta, gotta give you socials. Life Tips Podcast, social media. There's a bunch of places you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at Life Tips Podcast, on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast, and even our brand new Instagram page, Life Tips Podcast. I've been waiting so long to tell you about that. You can also go to our website, www.anchor.fm backslash life tips and continue listening to us there and you can also listen to us on apple google spotify breaker overcast and so so many more platforms rate and review give us your feedback If you want to follow me on social media, I have a Twitter account. It's at auth underscore gen underscore person. That stands for authentic, genuine person. Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker underscore orator Nate. 
and also on Facebook as The Wise Orator. So, there you go. That's all the spots you can find us, spots you can find me. Look forward to hearing from you.